0: 7654321. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hi, welcome to the Marketing Essentials podcast. Today we're going to be talking about events, trade shows, expos, and the value that they have in marketing your business. I'm Justin of Justin Kerr Design.
1: And I'm Bill with the, Bill Parmentier with W. Parmentier Photography.
2: And I'm Alicia Piazza with Custom Marketing Solutions.
1: And together we make up the Marketing, marketing Essentials, Essentials team. team. And we have a special guest today. Uh, Justin, I think you're going to uh, read the bio
0: real quick. Yes, Uh, so today we have Susan Latai with us, and she is the creator and owner of Discover You Events, which she founded in 2010. And she coordinates and organizes the Ocean State Business Expo, which is coming up on October 18th. So that is coming up pretty quick, yes. Uh, Susan is also, and I, I have to read this because this is—I love this part of her bio—is also a certified integrative nutrition health coach, a naturopath, full wave breath facilitator. I'm gonna, I'm gonna murder this pronunciation. So you got to help me with it. Akashic hands healer, Akashic, Akashic, okay, close. I was close. Cool. Certified Akashic records consultant and a Reiki master. So I gotta ask, what, how did you get into all this? <laughs> It's just
3: been a passion of mine since uh, maybe 2002 when I, actually before that, I started getting really interested in natural health. And one of the reasons I did, because my son had ADD and they wanted to put him on medication Mm. and it was just heartbreaking seeing this child transform into something he wasn't. Mm. So I kept learning more and more and and just kept going because i loved it.
0: Nice. <laughs> uh-huh. That's great. And so that turned into the Wellness Expo.
3: Correct. In 2009 was the first one.
0: Okay. And then how did you get how did you roll that into the Ocean State Business Expo?
3: Jay White who is the creator of that event in the third year he needed a partner to nice. help him produce it. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And All that right. was me. <laughs> and so you you've been doing the Wellness Expo since 09. Oh, nine. Okay. Amazing. And so how did you, like, what are the origins of that? Did you just wake up one morning and say, I need to do a wellness expo?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a big believer in messages. I was working with my brother from WRIK Entertainment at the time, and he knew someone who said to him one day, hey, I'd like to do a wellness expo. And he said, well, you really need to talk to my sister because he knew, you know that I was very interested in that holistic wellness arena so we met we actually came up with the name discovery you and about a month later we found out that she decided not to move forward we decided we were going to move forward and my brother helped me produce the first one.
0: Oh wow that's great
3: so I felt like it was a message that nudging me to go into that direction knowing nothing about events and producing trade shows, only from an exhibitor or vendor standpoint. Mm-hmm. That's all I knew. That's all okay. both of us knew. Uh, we learned a lot, and we pulled it off. <laughs> and I just I kept going. I ended up taking that one show and creating my business with it. That's oh, awesome. That's, that's
0: terrific. It's actually a similar story to uh, this podcast. You know, we we got together. We did a webinar. Um, Mm -hmm. We did that twice, actually, as a live event. Yes. And then we said, well, there's a lot of things that we could talk about in regards to marketing, so let's do a podcast. Did any of us have podcast experience? Nope. Did that (laughs) that stop us? (laughs) Nope. Uh So, and we've, like you, we've learned a ton just doing it. Yeah. Well, Um, I think when
2: passion fuels the fire, it gets you a lot farther than just doing something for the the bottom line dollar there.
3: Correct. I agree. I agree, and that's why I do what I do, because I, I... Want to do what I love,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and that what I'm passionate about, and I don't want to have to answer to anybody else. <laughs> also, well, a benefit in per, yeah. Underlying of all of it. What's the old
1: saying? A business owner is the only one that will work eighty hours a week for themselves, not to have to work forty hours for somebody else. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's pretty that's much true. it. But mm-hmm. if you, if you're doing what you love, it really doesn't feel like work. No, right, right. exactly. So, uh, so you did the first one in in 09. Mm-hmm. And what would you say is your biggest takeaway from that first one? Like what biggest lesson that you learned? Like, oh, okay, I, I need to know this.
3: That everything can be negotiated.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> there sounds like there's a story behind that. Oh, well, there <laughs> is. <laughs> we love stories.
3: Yeah, I probably shouldn't... <laughs>
0: Okay, we're not gonna, Say have,
2: it, we're not gonna ask you. <laughs> it's still a good takeaway.
0: But so I would imagine the corollary of that is you have to learn how to be flexible with these kind of things.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. I mean being flexible because you you never know. And you know, day of shows you have to be on your toes and you have to be able to respond instantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So usually I can come up with an answer for just about
0: everything or a solution. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. Thinking on your feet. Yes. Yes. Um, Now, you know, the reason that we asked you on today was talk about, you know, these kind of events and how they can be effectively used to market a small or mid-sized business. So, you know, what would be some of the uh, key points that you would say to a small business owner about using an event to market themselves? Well,
3: one of the first ways is that it's an inexpensive way to market yourself. It compared to other traditional types of marketing, it's inexpensive and you get to put yourself out there in front of people showing your best face. So you get to interact. You get to meet people face to face. And even in this digital age, that is still so important mm-hmm. and crucial sure. to making a sale. right? Because if I meet you, I know instantly whether I like you or not. True. Or whether I would even do business with you. Because nobody wants to do business with somebody they don't know, trust, and like. Sure. So if you make a connection with that person, then you know, all right, well, maybe yes, I need their services now. Maybe I might need them in the future, or maybe I might know someone who, who needs your services or products. Right. So you make that connection. You know, to me a lot of it is about relationships. You know, it's about creating relationships. It's not just like walking into, you know, a dollar store and going, Hey, I need a card. No. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. You know, it's it's different. There's it's a much
0: deeper level. Well, we've talked to, we've had several people on the podcast, um, specifically your friend Bob Salves Yes. And almost everyone we've talked to have made that same point, that it really is relationship building. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the cornerstones to marketing. It's not, like you said, it's not just transactional. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in same with events, that it's, it's, it's relationship building. And you said, you know, the exposure. Um, is tremendous as well. So uh, typically, like the, the last uh, last year's Ocean State Business Expo, mm-hmm. um, do you keep track of how many people have come through? I do. So I do. what was the, the attendance for last year?
3: Last year, I believe it was about 700. Nice. nice. So 700 business professionals that are walking through the door because that's the key is you have to have a business card to enter. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, so,
1: so obviously... But you're targeting business owners themselves yes so not all trade shows or all events are made the same so how does Correct. somebody go about choosing the, the right one for them
3: choosing is knowing your demographic mm-hmm. and finding out what shows are out there that are going to have the same demographic or close to it sure that that you have you know and it depends on whether it's a, a business to business like the ocean state is b2b mm-hmm so it's business professionals looking for other business professionals. Or if it's just, you know, a general public show where you have to find the interest of the people who are coming or a certain, you know, age group, certain income group, certain, you know, like there's all... You can find a show for just about everything out there. Mm-hmm. Right. Things well, that you've never even heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Probably don't want to hear it again. And you might not want to hear her. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, right. Well, I'm one of the ones that... Uh, one of my daughters uh, went to a couple of times was Comic Con, yes. when it came to uh, mm-hmm. Rhode Island, and you know we took her down there and we dropped her off, and I guess the venue hadn't opened yet, so everybody was standing outside. I have never seen a bigger collection of freaks. <laughs>
2: that's Bill.
0: You said it. I didn't. I was going to say interesting-looking people, but yeah. unique, unique, <laughs> unique yeah. individuals. I'm the guy that always says uh, the wrong things in one me. place. But yeah, you're correct. right. I mean, that's an interest that you know it's a niche. Yes. But I was surprised at how many people go to that kind of event, either to just be seen, you know, to show off whatever they've made, their costume or whatever, um, or meet some of the uh, celebrities that are attending, Mm -hmm. or just meet other people who have similar interests. So there's all different levels there.
3: Right. And that, too, with trade shows, that it could be a supporting industry. For example, a boat show.
0: Mm -hmm.
3: People who are on, on, you know, on boats all the time, well, they still might need i don't know an acupuncturist or they still might need a massage therapist or something sure. that's outside yeah. the realm although it's still a personal service that they might need while either they're in you know docking or
2: you that's know, an interesting like point because i actually i had a solar company that said they had really great success at boat shows because they didn't right. have as many as much competition there yes. but the demographic was the home like typically homeowner people who had Mm -hmm. some extra um income to spend and so solar can be an investment so they had good luck because they did their homework and they saw that the audience tending attending the Mm -hmm. show was right up their alley so so it was the same demographic Mm -hmm.
1: you gotta think outside the box sometimes for those things like i have a, a good friend who is an architectural photographer he goes to the real estate uh, events that go on, the right? Trade shows. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't think of that uh, initially, but hey, that's a great place for him to go and Absolutely. meet up with people that are going to need that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. right. it's not always exactly what you would think it would be. So if I'm mm-hmm. a
2: business owner and I'm looking at becoming a vendor at an event, what type of questions should I be asking? I guess the um, the organizer. What what information should I be looking for?
3: Uh, first, how many years has the show been? Oh, good one. Yeah. Been being produced how how many times a year?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: What the location is if they don't know already. And location is key. Yeah. If it's off the beaten path, a lot of times attendees don't want to go. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. They don't want to head out that way.
3: And you know, being in Rhode Island, there's <laughs> very very slim pickings when it comes to decent venues. Yeah. So, that's that's one thing, you know. And if the demographics aren't, you know, relative uh, but, readily available. You can ask them what their demographics are. You can ask them how many attendees they had the previous year. You can ask them how many exhibitors are going to be there. You can ask them how they're doing their marketing to reach Mm -hmm. their new target goal for that year. Those are all
2: good questions.
3: Because you want to know. I mean, those are... You want to qualify the show to make sure that it's going to be worth your time if you're going to invest in it.
1: Right. Yeah. Now, as as part of your end of, of building these shows and putting these shows together, are, are there points where you will come up against somebody and say, "Well, yeah, probably not quite the fit." I would absolutely. I would say. So you do turn away people at points. I have
3: yes. Yeah. Uh, my wellness expo is is strictly um, wellness type people. Has to be mind, body, spirit categories. I've I have turned away. A, home improvement companies like to participate in all these different shows for the same reason that you just said is that their competition isn't there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like i even at the the business expo i'll have window companies and bathroom companies because their competition well except for a very few are there Mm -hmm. so so they tend to do well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's usually short money compared to the Home show as well. Right,
1: big Mm -hmm. money. Yeah,
3: you know, convention center is always big money. Mm -hmm. Or
1: I don't even know where else they have them now. If they still have them at Twin River, or Mm -hmm. so. So that's a good question for somebody coming to you and saying, "Hey, are do you turn people away? Are are you getting the right people at the show? Right. You know, showing their wares, so to speak.
3: Right. I mean, I want if somebody calls me and I don't think they're a good fit for the show, I'll tell them. Good.
2: Good. Yeah.
0: So. Let's say you have someone who decides the Ocean State Business Expo. That's the place that would be good for them to market their business. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what are some of the more um, practical points that you would give them? I mean, you know, they buy a spot, they get a table or a booth. Uh, what are some of the other things that they would need to know to make that a successful event for them?
3: Oh, I have a whole list of those. I actually have a document with 13 successful tips for for trade shows. Oh, terrific. Perfect. First, I would say, you know, know why you're there. Goals. What are your goals for being there? If you don't make goals, how do you know if you've been successful or not? Um, Also, make sure that you have a way of tracking contact, you know, Information so you can follow up with people. Follow up after the show is probably the most crucial that you do, and so many people don't do it.
1: And how, how soon after the show do you suggest that they follow up? Oh, right away. Right away.
3: Within within you know a day.
0: Wow. Okay. While it's still f- it's fresh still fresh in
3: their mind. mind, they meet a lot of people. They may have forgotten your conversation. You know, they may have a bag with all kinds of information in it that they never open again.
0: <laughs> I have one of those bags at home. <laughs>
3: exactly. I've had those bags do. as well. Yeah. So that's how I know. It's, it's really about planning while you're there. Okay. You know, Making sure that you have an attractive table. I think the most successful tables are the ones that are interactive. Find something, a way to get people over to your table without having to sell them. Mm
0: -hmm. If you can give
3: them a little piece of what you do as and it's, you know, just to experience it it's going to go much further than if you're just handing them
0: information. Right. Mm-hmm. I was uh, at the expo a couple of years ago, and one of the tables there was an insurance company. Mm-hmm. And they had this wheel. The wheels, right. I remember that. And yeah. so you spin Absolutely. the wheel, and you win a little piece of swag, you know, a yeah. coffee cup or a T-shirt. And, I mean, they could have easily just given that away. Right. But like you said, it makes it interactive. Right. And it gives you a chance to, you know, uh, engage, you know, with people. Right. And I think that's
3: the big difference of where I started doing trade shows in '09 to now is that people's attention spans are so short mm. and their time is so divided and distractions are, you know, everywhere that you have to find a way to even get them to the show because there's so much competition out there sure. for their time. So one of the things that I realized um, late last year was that it needs to be different. So with my Wellness Expo this past March, I asked all my exhibitors to be interactive. I wanted it to be interactive and fun. I wanted it to be a destination, not just another show. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. So what were some of the things that uh, were implemented that actually improved the interactivity?
3: I had a, a yoga instructor there that was doing simple little poses to help show people that they could do yoga. I had somebody doing henna tattoos cool. that was free to the attendees, as many t- attendees as could get one. Wow. I didn't get one. Um, <laughs> I never made it. being there. the organizer <laughs> is. You, you, you miss out on all that stuff. Exactly. I had a woman who was doing little flower... Headbands, which was really, Corrible. really cute. We had some singing bowls there, and we there was just a, a whole list of things. There was massages going on. There was massage envy does this stretch thing now that was going on. There was, it was a lot. I couldn't tell you what every single table was doing. You know, there was readings right. and yeah. mini consultations, and because I really didn't get to experience any
0: of it. <laughs> Those are all good things though. Those are all good yeah, are good ideas. Now I have a I have a moral quandary. So I've been to lots of different trade shows and expos. And is it acceptable if a booth has, you know, some candy or some some snacky things out? Is it acceptable to take one without interacting with the people at the booth? <laughs> or is that is that frowned upon? I like
3: do it at every show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, good. I don't feel so bad.
3: I always give myself a break. Any day in my show, I can eat as much candy as I want. <laughs> all right.
0: Because I've been to somewhere, it's like, oh, they've got Godiva, but I really don't want to talk to this particular vendor. So you just kind of kind of skirt around the periphery and like see if you can sneak one while they're talking to somebody else. I could
3: always say, oh, do you mind if I take one? <laughs> no, Susan said say it was no. okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the swag bag is all just chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Everybody loves chocolate. <laughs> it's true, yeah. So, what, uh, along those lines, though, what you know, in all your years of doing the Wellness Expo and the Ocean State Business Expo, what are some of the more unique things that you've seen that people have done to either uh, promote interactivity or just be unique or attract attention to themselves?
3: Well, the Ocean State. A few years ago, there was a marketing person that was doing mini videos like cool. like little snippet videos of them and they'd send yeah. them later and they could use it on their website if they wanted oh, so they had a little set up like a backdrop and yeah.
0: yeah. I remember seeing that it was a cool thing I mean it machine. was
3: it was loud in the background but still people loved it yeah. right loved it last year That's we cool. had we had um, headshots that were being taken you know for a small fee Mm-hmm. It was very, very small compared to what you would normally pay for a headshot.
2: And that stuff lasts with the attendee because I can just think of, I, it might have actually been one of your shows because um, I, I go out to all these different events, but somebody was doing um, business card lamination for, like, you could put it on your suitcase or, oh, or put it, yeah. like, a tag Great. on one of your bags or something, and I still have that, and I remember that booth and that business because they, right. they're just like, hey, you got a business card, I'll laminate for you, and I'm like, sure, why not, you know?
3: Right. Th- so. Those things go a long way and they, they stay with you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Sure. That's why that's why I, I recommend that people, you know, the exhibitors do something that is interactive.
2: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And then another thing you said was goals. So set your goals before you go. Could you give us just uh, a couple examples of what a goal may look like for a business who's going to a trade show? Just how
3: how many people they want to talk to that day, how many they want to convert, how many names they might want to collect, or if it's a business-to-business, how many business cards do they want to get of people that they have, quote, qualified as a potential customer or client, Mm -hmm. is I also believe that you should kind of prepare, uh, you know, some qualifying questions to know if this is a person you should spend a lot of time with. If it's somebody you connect with and they really don't need your product or service, you can always say, well, you know what? Let's grab coffee in a couple of weeks. And you take their card and you make a notation on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to spend too much time with anyone. And you want to be able to qualify them quickly.
2: Excellent. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I think a lot of businesses just they buy the space and they they get some candy and a tablecloth and they just think they're going to show up and right and people are
3: just <laughs> going to flock over and and they're going to have tons of dune customers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, then not. Huh? It's it's work. It's it's really it's hard and certainly not everybody's cut out to do a trade show. Sure. If you're not a people person,
1: probably not the it. place right. for you. Oh.
3: Yeah. you know, if if you're going to stand behind your table with your phone like this all day, uh don't you know yeah I, I, I've seen that happen and then those are the people that either they report back to their office that it wasn't a good show for them or they go oh that didn't work for me yeah
1: oh yeah because the effort you put in is gonna be what you're gonna get out of it exactly yeah like like most things yeah. any or, marketing yeah. yeah but most people <laughs> yeah. don't think that way they mm-hmm. just, you know they
3: don't they think I'm gonna do all the work for them but yeah. I can only do so much Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah no, I
3: give them the space to shine, mm-hmm. and they can either take that or not. Yeah. Right. And that's exactly. basically any
1: type of marketing. If you're not involved in what you're doing, right, it's, you can't just set it and forget it. It doesn't work right. that way. It's
3: it's like creating an ad yourself mm-hmm. versus hiring a professional to do it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You're gonna get so much more out of the professionally made one than sure. you will out of something that you just well, we threw together. Said that
0: better ourselves, yeah. could we? <laughs>
2: We like that, yeah. Good advice. we said that a few times,
0: we, haven't we? Well, I mean, we <laughs> In different we, ways. Yeah, we do. Um, so, talking about, you know, making sure that you have a successful event, um, you've been doing the Wellness Expo for several years now. What, what kind of growth have you seen uh, over the years, just in people knowing about the expo and the attendance, and like, how have you? How have you measured yourself in in regards to the success of that event?
3: I've seen, I've seen both exhibitors increase as well as attendees. I've seen the type of person that attends being a very qualified type of a person, not just somebody who's just going to walk through and leave. People that really truly want to be there. I've, you know, I've the biggest thing, biggest reward for me is the people that I've met.
2: Nice.
3: The people, the relationships that I have now because of what I do are invaluable. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no price tag that I could put on that because I, I have so many good friends and I have people that will support me at any time that I need. Um, so it's, that's where the relationship comes in again, too, mm-hmm. because there's just, it's just something that you don't necessarily expect. You know, you don't expect to get a best friend or you know somebody that you can count on at any time when you need
0: them by being in a trade show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not, yeah not I wouldn't to look.
0: Yeah, yeah I wouldn't have put those two things together. But no.
2: I've heard some cool stories, like people finding their next job at a trade show. Actually, yes. yeah, I think I was going to
0: say finding their next spouse.
2: <laughs> 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 I thought before
0: you were going with well, that. Actually, I guess here's,
2: it could happen. Here's, that a, could funny, happen here's a
0: funny story because
1: <laughs> Alicia, you can back this one up. The webinar we started was out of a, a conversation that you and I had at a trade show. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I think it was the business expo. Oh,
2: yeah, in so Warwick.
1: Now, yeah, down in Warwick. Warwick, yeah. There you yeah, go. All we were, things
2: can happen at, at we events. Was, we Absolutely. Just,
1: we bumped into each other. We, you know, at other networking events, had met each other before. And, she, and Alicia was talking about wanting to do a webinar or a podcast series, mm-hmm. or something like that. And Justin and I have been good friends for years. and. We just decided to try to do a webinar together, and here we are now. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I didn't realize it hadn't happened at the Expo. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. you had talked to Alicia prior, prior to that, but mm-hmm. that was the catalyst for all three of
2: us
0: to, right. to get excited. So at, and
2: at my Expo. See, there you go. Yeah, so in
0: with an yes. open
2: mind, people. You know, you not only know for business, but relationships. Think relationships, not just business.
1: Well, that's that's, that's the key to business in yeah. the first place is the relationship. Well,
0: I, th- I think it's one of, because we've talked to a lot of, People in marketing doing the podcast, and I think that's one of the misconceptions: is that marketing is transactional, and it's not; it's relational. Mm -hmm. Correct. So, if you go to an
2: event and you're there thinking you're going to sign up, you know, X amount of dollars that day, maybe that is a plan. But I think a better plan is what you're saying: is build those relationships, follow up, build upon that, build that Mm -hmm. trust, authority, exactly. And that's you know, so I guess relationships are business. But when you go in thinking business, 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 how many new clients am I going to get? How many sales am I going to get today? You miss the bigger picture.
3: Mm-hmm. That, and I think the energy that you're going to put off for mm-hmm. the, the attendees, mm-hmm. it, they're going to they're gonna know that. Yeah. If you go into it with just a clear mind and, hey, I'm just here to meet people, you know, there's... Awesome people in this state.
2: Yeah, sure. so mm-hmm. who
3: am I going to meet new? Go in there with a curiosity right. of what the day is going to look like and who you're going to meet, and and who knows what what's, what's going to happen. Although you want to see, you know, that return on investment. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways that you can look at it, and it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen at the show. A lot of times it happens after the show the follow-up and the follow-up and and keep tracking I would say even a year after a show yes. because you don't know when mm-hmm. somebody will actually need your product and service
2: is there are there any creative ways um, that you can recommend following up because I mean we, you can do the canned email which I think most people do.
3: Correct. Yes. But
2: is the And I know Bob has some creative ways of relationship marketing. Uh, he sent he me does. a card the other day. Thank you, Bob, if you're listening.
3: <laughs> so if you're if you're collecting people's business cards or and you're having a conversation with them, write some notes on the back. Mm-hmm. Send them a personal email, not a canned email. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody you really connected with and you think that they really might want to do business with you. Invite them for coffee or something sure. yep. if you can. You know. Make that, you know, special effort. Mm-hmm. Because they're gonna they're gonna recognize that and they're gonna go Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah, especially if, you, if, if you've spoken to them and you've spoken about something specific that you can relate right. back to them right. when you send that email out later. It's yep. like, oh, it was great talking to you about X day. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And if you
3: make those notes on the back of yeah, a business card, because you're not going to remember. You, you know, talk as to an so exhibitor, many you talk to yeah. so many different people throughout the day, you'll look back through those cards and have no idea who those people are. It it's does become part. a little bit of a
2: blur. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Right. So <laughs> make those notes, people. Don't, make those notes. I, there's <laughs> been times where I'm like, I'll remember. And then I'm like, oh, it's. Time-consuming,
3: or it feels like it is at the time,
0: but it's invaluable afterwards. Yeah, it's it? yeah. Mm-hmm. right. I, I've done that at uh, networking events. And Me Put notes because mm-hmm. I won't remember even exactly. the next day. I'm going like, to remember after I've left the building. <laughs> <laughs> got to write it down. Here's a tip: if you're having your business cards uh, reprinted, make sure at least one side of that card is not coded so that people can write those notes i I learned that from bob salvis because
1: my first business cards were were shining on both glossy on both sides yeah and he's like
0: i can't write on this i'm like No,
1: time to back to the drawing board i guess right
0: or you you know you end up writing on and you stick it in your pocket and you get home later it's like it's just a big smudge (laughs) you know
1: i know it said something important i can't remember what it was
2: but But i really i like that tip making it personal by keeping notes and it could even be something not business related like I remember right. talking to someone, He's and their wedding fan, was right? coming up and just saying, like, right. I know you're busy right now, but, and, you know, just want to wish you well on your wedding. Hope we can connect, you know, after, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, yeah.
3: Yeah, because it, you, you will find things in common with people as you're
0: as you're talking, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Sure.
0: And if you're in Rhode Island, you'll probably find out you're related.
3: <laughs> that's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so. Or at least you know somebody that's related to...
0: Oh, them. yeah, you definitely exactly. going to know somebody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, we really appreciate you coming on today and talking, us, uh, talking to us about this. Um, this is not something that would have been top of mind for me, but as we've asked around and mm-hmm. talked to people about, hey, who do you think would be a good person to have on the podcast to talk about marketing? You know, Bob was the one that said, oh, you have to talk to Susan (laughs) Latai. So I'm so glad that he recommended you and that you were able to come on and join us. Yeah, thank you.
3: I I appreciate being here.
1: So if somebody's interested in going to your event or learning more about it, where would they go to to do that?
3: They can go to discoveryouevents.com or
0: oceanstatebusinessexpo.com. Great. All right. Well, time for our shameless plug, right? Yes, yes. All right. So you can find the Marketing Essentials team on our website, marketingessentialsteam.com. Uh, there you will find all of our published episodes of the Correct. podcast. Uh, you also find a contact form if you want to reach out to us directly, and uh, you will find links to our Facebook page, and also our. Um, you can subscribe to the podcast mm-hmm. through Be- Apple Podcasts.
1: Through Apple Podcasts, yes, we we have all over the back. Issues, I guess. I don't podcast. Back, yeah. Back issues of podcast. Yeah, I got Bill. The, the podcast, the, the previous podcast, you can listen to them all. And the nice thing, if you sign up for Apple Podcasts, you'll get a notification every time we release a new one. Yep. So. Having said that, thank you again cool. for joining us.
0: Thank oh, we you. almost yeah. forgot we have to we have to plug our Facebook group. Oh. going oh, yeah. we should do that. So, and real quick, fact, guys, sorry.
2: if you're on Facebook and you want a place to talk about marketing, ask your questions, share your success, your challenges, join Little Roadie Marketing um, Little Rhodey Marketing Support Group. You can just search that and find it, and on we'll Facebook. let you in. Yes, so, and thank what, you.
1: Oh, oh. Sorry, there is one
0: other one too. See, i oh, we, we forget all these things at the end. Where are we? Oh yes, we wanna thank we wanna shout out to our venue today, uh, Rooms and Works. You can find them on the web at roomsandworks.com. It's a great co-working space. Right here in Providence. Right here in Providence. And um, thank you very much to our host. Yes.
1: And with that, I think we're done with this this uh, episode yep. and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.